Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Ristic Buddies podcast. I am your host Hansel and joining me my co-host Mitch. Mitch, how's your day? I'm currently looking up how to buy down boats. I see, I see. Okay, and I think he may be relegated back to guests because he's gonna start work soon. Jonathan, welcome back. Oh, wow, it sucks being ha- having a job, god damn it. <laughs> Well, you're just not to have one. Yeah. No, I can't. I have to handle my parents' expectations of me. God damn it. Hey, you know already a disappointment. Yeah, just, you know, all you have to do is just disappoint them enough so they stop having expectation of you. Have you thought about that? Hmm? Mm. Mm, exactly. Why be anything? All you can, all, you can just stay at home, play FF, be a VTuber and done. Wow, easy. Wow, damn. Can't <laughs> exactly do FF content when I, all I do is ERP shit. Hey, you can. You just have to not stream me on, uh, what's it called, on Twitch. I heard Pornhub eventually will have a streaming site. <laughs> you can just upload it on Pornhub. Wow, big brains. Wow, damn. Writing composition. <laughs> Maybe Yoshi P will not go there. But if Yoshi P go there, then you LL, bro. God damn it. <laughs> so today we're gonna be talking about, uh, it's a topic that most people, I do not know why they dislike. Okay, so what we're gonna talk about is interaction. And the reason why we came uh to I ke- I thought of this idea was because I was I think it was a few days back. So uh I believe the post Malone had a 10k the 10k uh tournament. If you guys don't know or been living under a rock, post Malone basically has a 10k tournament. If you beat him, you win 10k. So uh oh, I did he say beat him in a magic in a game of commander or beat him? Oh, <laughs> IRL MMA <laughs> <laughs> so, war PvP flag on war question mark <laughs> you see Post Malone on top of the thing got the red color flag <laughs> yeah so if you beat him and then uh, you essentially you uh, get a 10k uh, if you went to the Star City games I believe you can just go google it that is the deck list right there that uh, some of them playing so most of the players are let's be real here the people Post Malone friend that plays EDH are the big boys of EDH themselves which is the What's it called? The com- the command zone. So, we're not here to make fun of their deck list. Okay, obviously, I'm, we're not that type of people, publicly. But, uh, so basically, when the, someone posted in a WhatsApp group, then someone was like, hey, even my cozy leg also more unfriendly than hers. Because Ashton Rose, I believe she piloted a cozy leg. And I will admit, her compared to the cozy legs I have seen, hers is oh. very friendly. Please, yes. It, it, was meant for, it was meant for a game of magic where people can go home with a smile on their face, not turn to, do you have any question? Do you have any answers to my question? Does it resolve? Okay, the game ends. Thank you very much. Uh, Annihilate 4 turn 3, thanks. <laughs> oh, I hate the deck so much. <laughs> so, obviously, I, I'm not gonna, I'm, we're not here to shit on their decks. I, uh, she loves the deck and I believe it's, it is a good deck. All their deck leaves, great. You know? But it was just an idea that we talked that we thought so I was talking to the WhatsApp group because I explained uh, in my opinion it's like it's the difference between uh, so-called Singapore meta and Western meta even someone else commented is in Singapore it's all about arms race you may start slow but eventually it will reach an arms race and I say the same thing in uh, if you guys are listening in the you guys from America or the Westerners uh, the Western side is that you guys tend to be more of a how to say this experience gameplay, you know, you want to have a experience for hey, playing English. To be fair, Singapore Singapore players, we do, do, uh, we are very focused on the experience as well, bringing pain to others. 
bringing pain to others and self Christ. <laughs> yeah, so like, uh, I mean, even all, even a lot of the Western content creators, which I'm a big fan of, you know, like the uh, MTG Goldfish, uh, and everyone else that I've listened to. You guys, they tend to promote uh, so-called an experience where, you know, people want, you know, they have the rules, zero talk, and have an experience. They What do you want out of the game kind of thing? So, and I believe Mitch and I have talked about this in one of our other episodes. This is akin to PvE. You know, we guys want to have fun. You know, this game, we want to have an experience. We want to go home happy, you know. Oh, we, we spend one hour playing this EDH game. Oh, I'm so happy playing EDH. All four of us smile. But, here or at least in our LGS, it's like the it's PvP. You know, it's like you go into the moment you step into the the LGS, you're stepping into arena in WoW. It's just okay. You know, PvP. like okay to segue right. Do you know that the command uh the command zone they have always this uh catch this catchphrase that they always use. Only one may stand. Ah yes. Yes, in our LGS, it's everyone suffers. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's really is PvP. You know how I say everyone they play together. And then they go home with a smile. Everyone's happy after the game, all smiling. I never remember oh, since no. when I was smiling ever since I left uh, DP. Yeah, I was still smiling after a while. Like, after... When you win the last game, you go home smiling. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> after the end of every game, right? It's very simple. Only one guy can smile. Because the guy smiling is the guy that wins. Everyone it's else... It's the last game. <laughs> Everyone else frown. It's frowns all around. You know? Like... Jokes aside, it's not like we are hardcore, you know, we want to make people's life difficult, but we... Oh, we want to win, okay? We want to play to the best of our capabilities. Okay. To be fair, if we are playing with uh, pups, we don't, we don't, we don't uh, enforce our mentality on them. We play, Can we ask for that... the power level, and then we play properly. Can you say that about the DP pups? The DP pups are also a problem. Let's be okay. real here. Yes, that's quite true. I, I, remember, I remember this guy I played with, uh, he was playing the Itali. That... Alfred, uh, Alfred <laughs> he's, he's the one with the fucking cozy leg. <laughs> Do you know his Italian? He said, oh, friendly. Then after that, I just, I don't think it's pretty friendly. And then I just played as brutal as I can get with my uh, Zyris. He, he was like, oh, my Italian friendly. Then he turned one, land into Sorin, into Marvel, go, turn two Italian. Then we just, huh, that's pretty fucking friendly. <laughs> hey, at least it's a turn two. Could be turn one. Exactly, it could be turn one, but I'm pretty sure his deck can turn one. He has the cards. You see, that, that's the thing. I mean, uh, obviously, jokes aside, we most of the time are happy to play EDH. Okay, we like, we, our experience is tend to be like, say, PvP, we play to win in the sense that it may not be a CDH uh, environment, but we are playing to the best of our capabilities. We are building our decks, like, in a sense, the correct way. There is no real correct way to build a deck, but we build it like to play properly, you know. We're not just here to like hold hands and be done with it. We're here to play to win. We want our deck to work and win. So we tend to pack more interactions, uh, you know, bot wipes and whatnot. So that brings us to the topic of today is we're going to talk about interactions because I feel, obviously, uh, this is from player to player, but we tend, I find the group that we play at least my uh my group we are very uh interaction heavy i'm the most interaction light in my group is because i tend to be the problem so 
why would I want to play interaction? I just be the problem and I expect three other people to solve my problems. Mm. That's usually my, my interaction is also for, to protect my combo because I try, I try to go fast, usually. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, it's a case-to-case basis. Especially, like, we use an example is that Mitch, he has a Scarab God. So his Scarab God is heavy on interaction because it is a control deck. But even... No, it's a friendly group hack deck. Oh, wow. Yes friendly group hug, you know, your creature die, he's like, hey, I got you fam, let me use your creature for you, so he doesn't stay in the graveyard. Eh, to be fair, he's, he's helping to babysit our creatures. I am trying to stop someone from winning with Rise of the Dark Paradox, that's what I'm trying to do. Wow. Even if you put it that way, sure, I guess. I mean, when I cast spell, I also just stopping someone from using Rise of the Dark Realm, big brains. But yeah, so that's what we said now. We, we won't talk about interaction because I, I at least I do, I feel that even someone who is, uh, we are like, I play light interaction. I feel that interaction is very important. In our group, we have, a lot of things happens on the stack. You know, we, it really, a lot of things happens on the stack. We don't like to just sit down, twiddle our thumb and be at the mercy of the other players. But, I mean, obviously, if you're, you don't have the cards, LL uh, sucks to be you, but life be that way. But we tend to have more interaction. So, today we're going to be talking about interaction. And before anything, I will ask first, so, Mish, why is interaction important in your opinion? Eh, wow, well, interaction is not important. Just play uh, Kumbaya Magic and everyone can just... I cast this spell and just assume it resolves. Wow. I don't need to look up at every single player and then have Hunter just because he's playing blue. I, wow. I, I do wish to go back to the good old days where I can play better Cruiser Magic. I mean, you can. Uh, I just won't get you very far. <laughs> Yes, we're sorry to cut you off. But yes, the real answer is because you cannot rely on other people to just have answers and do work. Because eventually they run out of answers and you have to be the one to do work. Especially Hunter who just packs less and then just... <laughs> yes, I am shameless. I'm the guy that sits in the table. Make a threat. Someone answer my threat. Now someone else is a threat. I just look at the person. Wow, you like to answer so much. Hey, Tsukong eh? Do okay? You like to control what? Then I just stare at the guy. If he lose, it's your fault. <laughs> kind of situation. Yes, he does this every single game. Yes. Because I have to sit there and deal with him. Then he looks at me. You see ah? Now he's gonna win. Exactly. If the Alex non stay in play, he won't have all those creatures. But wow. no, you, you have to kill the Alex non. How is that my fault that Jota has a lot of snakes? If the LH was there, Jota wouldn't have any snakes. Have you thought about that? Nah. That's the worst part. After the game has ended, Yuri says, yeah, you need to do it. Uh. Otherwise, I would have won the next turn. I'm exactly. Like... <laughs> it gives you shit, right? But it's justified. I mean, you were justified in your actions to remove the, his shit. It makes the game more interesting, you know? A, a silent game of EDH is not fun. You need someone there to just constantly make noise. <laughs> that is why right, I always have to control myself when I'm playing with pups. I cannot treat it like I'm playing with you guys. <laughs> you cannot assume the worst in people. <laughs> yes. I was assume, hey, they're nice people, they're here just to play a normal gear of ADH. Let's not try to you know, spoil their night. Actually human beings. Actually humans, you know. I say that not... as I I say that as I, you know, I consult and then talk question. <laughs> oh yes, let's have a fun fun game of EDH. Uh Tarisical combo, question mark. Fun! <laughs> Do cut win con. <laughs> so what about you, Jordan? What is uh why is in your opinion interaction very important? Hey, because not not every game you get to win so easily. 
I think interaction, I, okay, for me, interaction, right, it's very, it's important in a sense that, because I'm more of a fast combo player for most of my decks. So, if you have interaction for yourself to interact against people's uh, answers to your threats, it helps to close games faster and you can move on to the next game. That's what I feel. Uh. Mm. Mm. And it also helps to provide, to lessen the, to lessen the amount of times a player experience, you experience, uh, feels bad moments where you, oh, I play this, I, I, this, I play this cool card, I'm going to win, swing and win, but, you know, somebody decides to, you know what, Every, everything on the board goes away, that kind of thing. It feels bad. You need the interaction to prevent, to lessen the feels bad, so that you will, I don't know, keep your spirits up to continue playing EDH, I suppose, and, and feel that suffering. life is fair. Yes. You're not just suffering because one guy has an engine just drawing a bunch of cards and not doing yes. anything. See, like, that's why, you, that's why you know what I got from that whole sentence? I need interaction so I can win. <laughs> yes, exactly. Some <laughs> <laughs> so bullshit. But those, those feel bad moments. I don't feel bad moments, the games where you don't win. <laughs> I, that's feel very true. I, I feel bad when I lose. Wow, Jordan. You big brain. You are the like, of the century. Are you some sort of politician? You spend a whole minute talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I clap, I clap. Next okay. time. I support you. Uh, my vote for Jordan. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, so how about you? I'm just gonna be... I'm gonna be straight out. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I have two reasons why I feel interaction is important. One, first reason, I don't want to lose. The second reason, I want to win. And the third reason, because I think fun is overrated. Okay, the third one is a joke, but I feel this one... Bef- uh, I just want to emphasize this. As a player, you yourself, right, you need to understand if... You are, your playstyle is similar to mine. Or a lot of people will have my playstyle, which is like what me say. You are the, you know, I am the problem. And like I say, if you didn't stop me, yeah, I will have one. But you are not. You cannot be salty about it. Like you know, I mean, if you bitch for the fun of it, for laughs, everyone have a good time. Sure. Yes, but I, I like, like to bitch for fun. I don't like to carry a salt over usually. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, what's it lah, Mitch? You stop me now. You handle. I fuck yeah. I don't do anything. But I have interaction in hand. I just want to stir problems. You know, but. Well, those are the games where I carry the stuff over. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I, I know a lot of people, they are like very, uh, they are genuinely upset when their engine got disrupted, their piece got removed, they got countered and whatnot. I mean, okay, it, no matter what, getting your spells counter feels bad. Right? It, 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 you can't run away from it. Everyone feels bad when their spell got countered. I feel it very often because I don't play blue. I hate counter spells in general. But, Sometimes you need to understand, yeah, you have to counter. If not, I, I saw I run away with the game. And, you know, you as a person need to be okay with it. Because, let's be real. Uh, do you guys remember that time when, during COVID, we were we played a little bit of EDH on the... What was that thing called? Uh? The untap? Yeah. Yeah, then we saw, like, some of the rooms. The room was like, uh, no combo, power 7, no bot wipe, uh, no remover. <laughs> to, if you want to play in that room of EDH. That, that hurts my soul so much. Why is ya like you don't it why because you don't want your piece to get removed? Cannot be uh, like you are playing powerful card, you have to accept if your powerful card get interacted. It is life be that way sometimes, man. So yeah, just sometimes if you are one of those type of people who like get very upset, because you know, yes, the salt is real. I feel those salt as well, like when I get a very good bot and then just wow, some guy usually the case is one shot or Mitch rip the bot white from the top of the deck, bot white, I'm like, fuck me, fuck you guys kind of thing. But, you know, life be that way sometimes and you just move on. So, 
that's one thing I feel like you guys, those people that get salty need to listen. And don't, because of that, don't play interaction. If you are playing with someone who hates their stuff getting removed, maybe consider playing with someone else that can let you play a normal game of EDH. Because interaction is part of Magic the Gathering. So we go to the next one. You can do this. If he doesn't like it, then you just keep running more interaction until he leaves. Big brain, yes. Why leave yourself when you can make him leave? Wow. Professional advice. So the next one I want to see is just, I want to get a rough gauge. Uh, we'll, we'll start with Jonathan because you are the combo player. How many slots do you usually dedicate to the, to like, remover or interactions in general in your deck? Well, that is a, actually a very good question because it depends on the kind of combo that you're running. I mean, it also depends on the meta. Like, uh, meta in the sense of not the meta of EDH in general or CDH, but your local your, uh, your local playgroup, yes, correct. Mm. So I think for me, usually it depends on if I'm trying to go really, really fast, it will be about 10 to 12. Okay. That's yeah, but if it's on a normal game of Magic, then it's like probably 15, I suppose. What, what about you, Mitch? What's your average number? Uh, I will say it really depends. It's very difficult to say uh, mm. because right. of the deck itself. Um, but between 10 to 15 slots, I would say. Mm? Like, obviously, Scarab got runs probably closer to 20. But, he needs a control uh, deck. Yeah. Uh, decks like Radha and The Bear, I'm cutting as much interaction as I can just because the best way it interacts is by killing a player. Yeah, I mean, it is interaction. You don't need to worry about their spells if the guy is not playing. Big brains. I mean, uh, for me, I tend to play more mid-range, uh, just burdensome, troublesome deck, you know, annoy people kind of deck. So I tend to pack a slight lower amount, 8 to 12. When I say interaction, I mean in general, like obviously, interaction can come in many forms. Like uh, bot wipe, I would consider it an interaction. Uh, artifact enchantment removal, counter spells, you know, all, there's many ways to interact with the bot. So, it is really very, I, I mean, obviously, when you think of interaction, the first thing you go is to removal, but if you sit down, there's actually a lot of ways you can interact, but you cannot, in my opinion, if you this is what you like to play, is you like to sit down and just sorcery speed, you know, you do this, I do this, then more power to you, but that's not how I like to play magic, that's not how I enjoy playing magic. I like like, on the stack, you know, you do this, hey, Chotomate, you're gonna fuck me over, I'm also gonna fuck you over kind of situation where it's interactive, you see. So, I tend to play less because I tend to play more threats. I like playing threats rather than playing removal, but... That's a know, personal style, in a sense. It's a personal style, and if mm. I can't interact because I'm in, my deck is, like, interaction light, then what you mean to do? It's just, it's a decision I make. Like, for example, my... I believe my Zigada has only, like, about nine pieces of interaction. It's a reason because it's meant to be an aggro, uh, an aggro mid-range deck, humans, tribal. So it tend to not run interaction because I want to faster kill the person, the, the table off rather than try to stay and fight the game longer. So that's just a general question. So we go to the meat and potato. The main thing about this uh, topic is you guys like listening to us talk about cards. So we're just going to talk about cards. Today, we're going to talk about our personal five favorite interaction pieces. So each, Jonathan and Mitch each got five. But before we go there, Mitch, I know you have an honourable mention. What is your honourable mention? Hey, my honourable mention is Ember Cliff. Wow. I see you decide to carry over our conversation we had off, uh, off the recording. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was already in my mind the moment of interaction. So I basically caught you out on it. 
Yes, that's why I said you copy out, you bitch. <laughs> I knew it. Like, I, I, looked at, I looked at the topic and I was like, there's no way you wouldn't put Amber Cleave. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I usually like to interact. Other yes. than his character, but most of my decks are, I'm going to beat you in the face. Boonga, boonga. <laughs> You you just kill the person. You don't have to worry about anything. Right? They they are all the interaction that he pos- uh possibly have no more doesn't exist. It's any honorable spell. Ma- any honorable mention for you, John? I would say Cyclonic Reef. Well, that's not your top five. I'm proud of you. You you were not basic. I do have one sorcery in my in my list. Sorcery. I have quite a few actually. <laughs> mm. I actually what I have I have three sorceries. Yeah, but I mean, Cyclonic Reef has to be in the honorable mention simply because it's who, like, who doesn't who doesn't know the card? <laughs> like, God damn it. It's like... Cyclonic Reef. You know, Wensha has told me multiple times that I saw my Cyclonic Reef and I'm, I'm 100... Okay, 99.9% sure he really have no Cyclonic Reef. But every time, yeah, right... Only have one copy of Cyclonic Reef as well. No, but the thing is, right, even, even then, right, when he has seven mana up, I just assume he has Cyclonic Reef. It's like, you know, it, we have been mentally trained Oh, yes. blue player, seven mana, psychotic reef. Sure happen one. You always have to you always have to especially in our in our LGS, we you always have to play around psychotic reef. I no matter I don't care who you are or what, if I see seven mana with blue in it, I'm just gonna assume you have psychotic reef. We all do that, what? We all automatically do that. The moment that we we just notice a blue player has a lot of mana up. Everyone will just point out to each other. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Cyclonic Reef mana, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our EDH. Hey, he got C Reef mana. Oh, so that's Nan. Because I don't have. I, sure. Sure you don't. Then he show you don't have. You don't have now. <laughs> Just assume the worst in people. I do have an honorable mention. My honorable mention is Flood of Tears. So Flood of Tears is a, a card that you don't see very often. It's a 6 mana sorcery, double blue, 4 generic. Return all non-land permanent to their owner's hand. If you return four or more non-token permanent you control this way, you may put a permanent card from your hand onto the battlefield. I hate that card so much. Okay, the, the card is actually quite terrible. In my personal opinion, it's a very terrible magic card because it's six mana and it's sorcery. The reason why it's my honorable mention and why I like it is because of my recent game last week. Uh, in my LGS, I was playing... Uh, what's her name? I can't remember the, the name of the commander. It's the one from Baldur's Gate. For six mana, when you cast a spell, you can flip the top and then you can play a spell. Nira? So I would just huh? What is it? Was it Nira or something? Ah, uh, Nira, yeah, yeah. The so what happened was I I packed it because it's six mana and I can use a sm- one mana card flip into it and it's kind of meme, haha, <laughs> funny. And I do have omniscience in my in my deck, so like I can live the dream, you know, omniscience meme. You play this, return four per drop omniscience point middle finger, but I ended up making a infinite with the rain of tears because I. <laughs> Rain of Tears, 4 mana, 4 things put back into hand. I wrote the Omniscience. Then because the Nira is new, I play my next spell. I keep flipping until I flip uh, Acumenser. Acumenser into the bay, I return Rain of Tears. Then I'm like, oh, I have technically Infinite. Then I go, I flip a, uh, what's it called? A Nif Mizet uh, of the Peruns. Then I just win from there lah, because I cast the Nif Mizet, I cast the Rain of Tears, which triggers a draw. Return everything, put back the Omniscience, rinse and repeat. So... Is an honorable mention because I made an infinite with a lot of expensive mana card. <laughs> Just because Omniscience is a thing. What? Combo off with Omniscience? Really? Yeah, I want with Omniscience. Who would have fucking thought, right? Omniscience, good card? Wow. Wow. 
So, let's go into the thing. Uh, well, actually. So, guys, before we start. So, why is your number one defecting sword? Wow, I didn't put defecting sword on my list. Yeah, sure you didn't. So, Jordan, why is your number one deflecting sword? Wow, I didn't put it in my list. Are you actually generally didn't put deflecting sword? I didn't put the generically good interactions in my list. Well, then Mitch, I guess we will talk first. So, Mitch, why is your number one deflecting sword? I mean, I actually tried not to put in the def- gener- generically powerful shit. Same. But you <laughs> can't not put in deflecting sword. The card is just too stupidly good. It's so strong. It's so, so strong. It's... So, there's the point where someone is step out, they have raid and they have their commander, you always have to respect deflecting sword. You have to. And it can interact in so many axes, it's not even funny. It's ridiculously yes. powerful. It, it usually bites people in the ass. Yeah, it really is. Deflecting sword is fucking deflecting sword. It's OP. Really, the card is just overpowered. At its flaw, it's a red counter spell. Oh, the card is so good. The amount of time I got screwed over because Mitch had a deflecting sword. The amount of time I screw people over because I have deflecting The amount of time Jordan screw people over because he has deflecting sword. It's... If you have deflecting sword, you will have a deflecting sword story because that's how powerful the card is. And deflecting sword, if you hear one of old episodes, is the best way to teach people. Red tap out doesn't mean you can do anything. No, anyhow, yes. Blue Sun's in if... It's the race yeah. version of uh, Force of Will. In a way. Uh, it's so good. Uh, but I, I mean, let's not stay on the card for too long. The deflecting sword, not much to talk about. The card is fucking expensive. Because Visas refuse to print the card. If you have it, good for you. You don't have it, go proxy, I guess. If not, you are, leave, you are missing out in life. So, Jota, what's your first card then? Oh, my first card is Toxic Deluge. You know what? I'm not surprised. <laughs> You like the card so much and I have no idea why. I just find that uh I mean okay, the, the floor for the card is pretty low, but the ceiling is pretty high. I mean as long as you have the as long as you have the life to pay, you can just technically get rid of every single thing on the get rid of every single creature on the battlefield. How is the Adnos player saying, oh wow, my favorite remover is fucking toxic deluge? The one that I have to pay life. So because we're both thinking the same fucking thing. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, okay, because also because of the the way it's uh costed in the sense of mana, to be honest, three mana to get rid of almost anything you can get rid of is really, really very good. At the cost of you being able to ignore for less, it doesn't matter. Sometimes, sometimes when you <clears throat> sometimes when you have two other players looking at you, hey, Hansel's bot is very crazy. You have tossing delusion in your head, <laughs> then you know you. You just, you just stress and you have no... You know, I guess I'm just going to vamp with Twitter for the Toxic Deluge instead of my wing con. That kind of thing. It's, it's called the... You know, it's the price of glory, essentially. I, you know what? Fuck it. I have to do it, man. No choice. Yeah, but it's like usually when you cast it and no one can answer the... Uh, any resolves. That's... It usually... Yeah, I mean, it, it just does what it's supposed to do, you know? Thanks to the announce player who's like... <laughs> wow. Tears. Don't know what's your opinion. What's your opinion on Toxic Deluge? Do you like the card? Me? Yeah. Uh, no. I don't because most of my decks have no way of getting life. And I get beat a lot, so... Uh, you will notice I very rarely run cards that lose life. I'll lose like a little bit here and there to my own cards. Mm. Uh, just because I 
usually don't run away to come back from a life loss. It just whatever life I'm at at that point is just the life I'm gonna be at. It's going to go down. It ain't gonna go back up. Oh, story of my life. <laughs> Every day when I wake up, they cry. But me, yeah, I, so me, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, me, I don't like it just because of the the game play style I have. But uh, I think it's overall a good card. Uh, it's better if you can get life up. Um, but it's so cheap. It's cheaper than uh damnation, so you can cast it for less and do something else. Mm. I think it's good in that aspect. I mean, it also gets rid of uh things like indestructible as well. So it's more of a situation. Okay, for me, I'm actually pretty down on. Not say I'm pretty down. I it's a good card. Okay, don't get me wrong. It's a good card, but I personally prefer damnation. Uh, one of the main reasons is because I own 4 Damnation and 0 Toxic Deluge. So, I like Damnation more in that sense. Oh, damn. <laughs> There's some bias right there. Okay. But jokes aside, is I, I'm, I also agree with Mitch. Because depending on my deck, I tend to not have ways to gain back life. Uh, most of my deck don't have inbuilt life gain. And as I mentioned, I tend to be the problem. So, people tend to just beat me, you know, to chip damage. And losing my life for like a bot wipe, I'd rather just pay one extra mana and then uh bot wipe and my playstyle somehow is when it comes to bot wipe i'm actually quite i tend to send back very heavily like uh i don't know whether it was it that game were you playing or not Jonathan? when i was playing my zigara i had a bot wipe in my hand i sent back for like four turns i just pretend that i cannot do anything for four fucking turns just so i can bot wipe and then play zigara follow up oh, i don't think i was in, i don't think i was there when you were playing Z- zigara no, then yeah, but that's tend to be my playstyle. I tend to uh to send back. So uh damnation being four and toxic Deluge being three really makes very little difference to me. And let's I'll I'll honestly say I feel the the argument that yeah is very strong because you can kill indestructible and if your group tend to have like this type of problematic indestructible creature, then yeah, toxic Deluge is very good. But I notice we don't tend to have that problem in our group. We don't have much indestructible stuff we need to worry about. Mm. But if you are, if what you want is efficiency, I mean, it's the the most so-called efficient. Uh, yeah, I think also, also because like, also because for me, the decks I play, we tend to, uh, we tend to prioritize that one mana you save from uh, casting Toxic Deluge instead of Damnation, right? It's quite important. And the one life usually is worth the five life you pay to minus five, minus five on, on every single creature. True. Mm. So let's get another boring one out of the way. So Mitch, why is wait, your wait, wait, wait. before that? You know why? You know why that one mana is so important? Why? You get Dark Ritual of Poor Agent. <laughs> hey, we'll get to that later. So Mitch, I also noticed we have the same card. So why is your next card farewell? I don't have farewell, my list. I don't know what you're talking about. You are so creatures. So so boring. <laughs> Same like me. Hey, I I don't have farewell in my in my list. To be very fair, <laughs> I don't think that we can mention interaction without these two cards. I Almost everything else is you can remove them, but farewell and defecting sword. I don't know how you can exclude them from an interaction list. His favorite lah. So hey, I can because I don't I don't play I don't play white. Very true. Uh. Actually, it is very true. How often do you actually see Jordan playing a white card? Okay. Technically, I do have a blue farm. I used to have an old blue farm deck. 
the but the white the white is just to fucking cast him now and or <laughs> silence or grab Polisha. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, which Johnny Magistrate. <laughs> which farewell? Go for it. But yes, it's just the card is just too fucking efficient. I don't like casting it because the only deck I cast it in right now. <laughs> Oh, fucks me over as much as everyone else. But <laughs> even when it fucks me over that badly, it still brings the game back to... Neutral. Uh, back to neutral, at least. Because half the time I cast farewell, I just say everything. Everything just goes away. Well, you can say... You can don't say enchantment while Big Brain Mitch. Then your aura stays. Hey, wow. Then uh, my <laughs> bear still disappears. <laughs> I mean... Yeah la, I, I personally, I actually do like Farewell. Like, it's generally my, uh, one of my favourite interaction. Uh, my reasoning is one, because of the, I believe the Italian one, the, the name is Adios. Second is the alternate art, the one with the, the, Jap- the Neon Dynasty, the, all the Neon Dynasty alternate art, I fight, like, the, the whole thing, all of them fucking sick. It is very adorable, the one, the alternate art, the one from Neon Dynasty, I, I own the whole set. And really, farewell is one of my favorite art. There, the the card is very adorable. But in terms of strength, is in my personal opinion, if you are playing white, you must have farewell in your deck. It's an answer to everything. Like it get rid of everything. They are only out to farewell is the fairest protection. Full stop. End of story. Or any form of like blinking their stuff lah. Like and end of turn coming back. But again, if the bot the bot is stalled. It's very problematic. Farewell. Send everything. Exile everything. Have a thick stack of exile zone. Done. Be happy. The game back to neutral. We all can play Magic the Gathering once more. And if you are lucky, you fuck one person over because getting something back from the exile zone is a lot of, a lot harder than getting something from the graveyard. And you, you ain't got no graveyard with Farewell. But there are ways that you can... And the modal... And jokes aside, also, is the modal mode I really do enjoy. Uh, by, say, by saying, like, oh, I only want creature, artifact, and graveyard, you can keep your enchantment if you're enchantress deck, so on and so forth. The card is very powerful. So, Jordan, what is your next card? Wow, my next card is... Mana Drain! Wow, damn. Is, the, is that and Psychology Reef? This is the two cards that you always get for spell seeker, so... <laughs> what, you want me to be shocked, okay? Oh my god, Jordan, Madrid, I would have never guessed. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, it's also because it does double duty as a ram spell. It is. It to be honest. And for two mana. Wow. Two goings. So much value. I mean, there's nothing else to say about it, really. We are just very boring magic players. Hey, my other choices are not as boring. Yeah, uh, my I, next few choices were not as boring as I, well. Yeah, actually, come to think of it, my next list, are, my next list is... My, the next few items on my list are also pretty okay, I suppose. It's also not... It's hard to... Okay, interaction... In before, next, the next thing on my list is Chains of Vapor. Okay, interaction is not the sexiest thing in Magic, okay? Let, let's be very real. If what you are looking is for the interesting thing, interaction is not... Interaction is like your wife, you know? You, you go to her... You, you, so you say that again? Uh, not the most interesting thing and then what? Interaction no, is like what? You, know, you need to understand. You see, uh, interaction is... It's like a wife. She's always there. She's there for you when you need her. She is like, she was the, she's gonna pick you up when you are down. When you are lost, your wife is there to pick you up. Pick you up and like, hey, don't worry, I got you. That's like, you know, farewell, your wife. 
know, the I rest of magic is calling producers and I need that portion right there. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone is always distracted by the pretty little young thing like oh this creature so pretty you know like see the girl walking past oh that's but at the end of the day your wife is the one that's always there for you not the wow that 10 mana spell but your wife she is there for you to comfort you that's what interaction is safety you know like how I love my wife I love her so so much wow that's <laughs> a very shitty recovery but okay <laughs> I'm no, not the one to be, to be judging that anyways. No, but it, I, I mean, I, let's be serious. Yeah. In, interaction is not going to be interesting. Uh. Let, let's be yes. very real. It, it's just, it's there. It's unnecessary evil more than anything else. And in some relationship, the, your partner is the necessary evil in your life as well. See. But I'm not going to judge whatever floats your boat. But yeah, anyways, I noticed that you recently put Maladrain in your Scarab God. So how's it been doing for you? Yeah, hey, I have not cast it yet. Yeah, I cast it for you, I remember. But, I mean, the card is good. Uh. I mean, I don't like it because I don't like Counterspell. And if I... But if I play Counterspell, it's going to be Mana Drain. Uh. Like, it's not accessible. So, you know, I'm not exactly exciting here, but Mana Drain is a good card. Call me surprised. So, Mitch, I think we have no more. We should have no more card that interlap. So, Mitch, what's your next card? Uh, My next card is... Wow, what the heck? Uh, Decree of Pain. Wow. See, some people go for the cheap bot wipes. They want 3 mana. I want to go for the big expensive bot wipes. <laughs> but yeah, Decree, Decree of Pain for me is... um Actually, is partially because of the uncomfortable bot wipe. The, oh, yes. That, I, what, what, what was that game? I can't... The, the one that you... Oh, yes. you The one that I, I thought I could have win, but then... I thought I could have won, but because you cycled the you cycled the decree of pain, I I was just not enough to kill you, and then you killed me then uh on your turn. That was a fucking sick player. I, I still can I respect that a lot. But yeah, uh, the fact that it's an instant speed, uh, uncounter, sort of uncounterable, but why? Or minus two, minus two, is actually a really good mode. Mm. Uh, I don't use it very often because I just see that I can draw cards part of it and then I just I cast it for 8 mana it's great not only you kill the bot you now you have your hands full of gas you yeah, don't find yeah. it a bit a bit slow now man you don't feel I mean given the deck that it's in I want <laughs> 30 of the cards huh? you know what fair enough fair enough because I was listening to I believe a few episodes ago from the MTG uh, Goldfish podcast they were talking about that how they feel Decree of Pain is a little bit too slow nowadays. But obviously, it's a statement not everyone agrees on. Uh, even in the cast of four people, uh, I know Cream still thinks Decree of Pain is uh, like a, a staple in the sense that it's black, you're playing Decree of Pain. I am actually, it's not on my list, but I am leaning more towards uh, the new one from Baldur's Gate, which is Blood Money. I like Blood Money a little bit more than Decree of Pain because... I like having treasures and I tend to have a lot of treasure synergy or just having more mana tends to win games. So I like that more. That's very true. I actually find that blood money is slower than Decree of Pain. Mm-hmm. Even though it's uh, one mana less. One mana less, right? I'm not very sure. I just like him home because, you know, I like having... I'm more of a mana player. I'm, I am just... I will assume you like the Decree side, the draw side because you are innately a control player. You like having more uh, resources. Uh, for me, it's because of the value you get is immediate rather than 
uh, the next turn because Blood Money is step creature tokens. Yes, very so, true. There's a downside. Yeah, so if you cast Blood Money, you're getting all of the Blood Money resources later. So for me, it's slower than it is for Decree of Pain. Because even if you're tapped out, there's still things you can draw from Decree of Pain. Like you can draw a uh, face guardianship or whatever it is. Or if you happen to have Force of Will or stuff like that, there's interaction you can draw from Decree of Pain. Mm. Again, so, this, yeah. right, this is just our favorite. So opinions is just different of opinions. Ah? Yeah. I, I mean, okay. both, both are, in my opinion, uh, bot wipes. Mm. But there's there's ups and downs for both of them. It uh, it heavily depends on you as a player, right? Honestly, we what I like to stress on every episode we talk about cards is this our opinion on those cards. It our play style and uh deck building style weighs heavily on our view on the card. You you may play differently from any of us. You may have a different mindset. So if maybe you're a CEDH player, then obviously in mana ball is not something you even bother thinking about. Or uh, you are more of a better cruiser player. You don't like ball wipe. So yeah, again, just keep in mind, we're just giving you our point of view and hope it widens your horizon a little bit. So Jonathan, what about you? What is your next card? Wow, my next card is something we can all relate to. And it's Return to Monkey. Can you guess the card? Is it Pongi Sorry? Is it Pongi Fi? Yeah, it's Pongi Fi. <laughs> Pongify is so good, man. I love the art. The art is poggers. Let's, let's be very here. Let's be very, very real here. This could have been buffed to Exile or Source to Plowshare. But it's not there because those are white. And Jonathan likes the color blue. Yes. <laughs> and it's only one mana to get rid of a very restrictless... Restrictiveless? It's not very restrictive, right? Yeah, because oh, it just destroyed target creature only. That's all, yeah. It doesn't care about color. It doesn't care about... Power and toughness. Isn't oh, yeah, it's better? It's on my list. Okay. Oh. His favorite. How often do you actually see Jordan cast a white card? I'll be surprised if he tells me source to plowshare. I'll be like, hey, nice try. No, 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 don't have, don't have. I don't have. <laughs> okay, I wasn't I, even I talking do... about white card. I was talking about reality shit. It's also a blue remover. But yeah, yeah like, it's on my list. It's on my list yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that now, but just I was just confused for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, okay, to be fair, right, I do have a white card in my list as well, but it shares a spot with something similar. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is it the one that makes a 3 3 elephant? <laughs> <laughs> and then is it the other one that makes a 3 3 beast? Wow, shit. <laughs> oh, that's all for the episode. I, I'll go off early. Thanks. I'll, I'll go with my next card. So, uh, I'm going to go with, since uh, we all went with a mob, a less boring one. Uh, I'll go with a less boring one. It's uh, in Azorius, it's Anguish Unmaking. It's 3 mana, you exile anything for 3. For 3 mana, exile anything and you lose 3 life. It's not, again, it's not really exactly the most glamorous thing in the world, but it's great. The card is powerful. It's reprinted in uh, Double Masters. Pick it up. If you're playing Azorius, eh, Azorius, Azov, pick it up. The, 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 the card's great. Fucking powerful. All my Azov deck, auto include. It's like the first 5 cards in my deck. It will be fucking anguish I'm making. Mm, not much to say is that the card is great. Uh. You guys have anything to say about anguish I'm making? Wow, it removes things. Uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty good, especially considering it exiles. Exactly. Oh, Shima, uh, it's so sweet. What more do you want? What I, you know, what? I, what's more I want? Don't lose the three life. Well, vindicate, but better. 
<laughs> I mean, it's something similar to Vanishing Verse or something, I, I suppose. Vanishing. Except Vanishing Verse has like a restriction, right? if I remember yes, correctly. Monocolored? Uh, Monocolored uh, yes. monocolor permanent only. I do also actually like Vanishing Verse, but I, I tend to pack. So I tend to pack Vanishing Verse, but I, as someone who packs Vanishing Verse, I know the feels bad moment uh, that Vanishing Verse have. It, it <laughs> really feels quite bad when you have it in your hand and the permanent you you are really afraid of, you cannot remove because it's multicolored. So, oh, no color. <laughs> yeah, or no color. So, hey, yeah. Have you considered you run Pinter 7? Wow, big wow. brain. Just, just for finishing first. Wow. Wow, why, your, why your brain so big, Mitch? I, I, I'm so afraid. Might as well fucking run the 4 mana. Uh, <laughs> the one that you dis- really dislike. Wow. Wow, cannot, that was terrible. Uh, what is it called? Uh? Them, the one from Kans of Takia. Oh, no, where that stupid orc is screaming in the... In... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space, right? yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name of the card. Oh, we both forgot the name of the card. It's not Common Gun Compound, right? No, it's not, it's not, it's not. It's, not, it's also uh, Azov. The, the, I, I hate the card. I fucking hate it. I think the card is terrible. Because it's 4 mana. I, I can't think of it now. So, you know what, producer son, if you can pull it up for us, show it to us because I can't think of it now. And let's not delay anymore. Mitch, what is your next card? Uh, Well, since we're talking about Azov, we'll talk about Azov too. Uh, I think this will get much disagreement, but um, Ashen Rider. <laughs> hey, I wonder why you hate the card. I hate the card. I really do. <laughs> hey, I think the reason why you hate the card is because I really like the card. But yes, uh, the only reason I like the card is because it... Ah, uh, yes, KTK4 CMC. But the only reason I like the card is because it gives double the value. It comes in, hey, bye to you. It leaves, a hey, bye to you. I mean, but that is extremely expensive in terms of uh, mana cost. At the end, by the way. Ah, uh, at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, I hate the card so much. <laughs> but yes, it, it's just fucking exalt things. And then people bought what? Then you just exalt something else. And if you have a way of reanimating it, you just give it a more shit. To be fair, you will never run... Uh... Ashen Rider, if you're that kind of reanimated over and over and over again. Yeah, it's usually in reanimation shells, right? It it, it tends, it will always be in a reanimate. If you are reanimated, you are in black, white, you will have Ashen Rider, and then you will kill something as it enters, like what me say, and as it leaves, it will bring some someone with it. And then you'll be like, oh, look at that! It's a reanimation spell. I will take something else with it now. The cut's great. <laughs> I mean, 8 mana is the biggest problem, but the cut's fucking amazing. I hate it. I hate it because of Mitch. He's like, he's built to recur Ashen Rider and that's why I hate the card. So, I'm not gonna argue with you. <laughs> so, Jordan, about... hmm? sorry Mitch? I think part of it is because I'm quite biased over the card. Uh, even before running it in Athreos, um, I was running it in Legacy Burn. Legacy Burn plays Ashen Rider? Yes. Do you know why? Why? Show and tell. Opponent shows and tell. So, it's from your subbot. So, when you're playing against show and tell, they show and tell you drop the action rider, you exile the thing that they put in. Yep. Nice. You know what? <laughs> That's really fucking cool, not gonna lie. That <laughs> is really fucking cool. Need deck deck. Alright, Jordan. What's your next card? Why is it Beast with it? Why is it Generous Gift? I mean, okay. First, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, this, this is so damn boring. 
I mean the trade off the trade off for giving uh your opponent the player who uh you're destroying uh one of their perms right a three 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 body it's it's nothing much to say right it's like what can a vanilla three three do to you hey. can't do shit no 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 I have been killed by a vanilla one one by Mitch before so I cannot say that I cannot say those lines <laughs> yeah I mean okay it's pretty self explanatory why it's good because you can target any permanent on the battlefield yes. for both cards. Yes. So you can include problematic lands like, I don't know, a Gaius Cradle, a Sarah Sanctum, Maze of Eve. Why, why, why call my Sarah Sanctum and Maze of Eve like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean, it's like the amount of times like, yes, they are very, they are not really very situational cards. They are very catch-all. And for the mana cost, right, it's very, uh, how to say, fair. I think they are very fair cards. Especially for uh, in those colours, green and white. I mean, obviously, the, the, always the argument or the downside for it is they always argue it's a 3 mana card. But I feel if you can, for the price of getting rid of anything on the battlefield, 3 yes. mana, I think, Place is very walkers fair. as well. Yeah, it's, it's really very fair because it just catches everything. And honestly, the 3-3 three, three that they leave behind, there are situations like, see, I got killed by a 1-1 one, one from me. Yeah, there are situations where you have, you have to destroy... I mean, see, even if a player is playing Alashnorn, you can just... You can destroy the Alashnorn. Mm. And 2-3 is just going to get a generic 2-3. Yeah. It's, it tends to be always the lesser of the evil of what's happening on the battlefield. So... Yes. I, I cannot disagree in terms of card. I think the card's great. So, Mitch, other than the fact that the card's great, you want to say anything about the two cards? Uh, I actually great. think that Beast Within is better than General Key. Why? Just because of the colour. Ah, uh, being know. able to have... It's the colour of Rema. Mm, 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 <laughs> like, duh. But just be able to have access to the, the three mana that is disposable earlier is a lot better than White. Mm. And White also has better removal in the colours if it's not a land. Mm. True, very, very true. If you are in white and you are just generally afraid of creatures, you have the options of... Of the, the Plowshare. Uh, in my opinion, the two of the best remover in the game, which is Source to Plowshare and Puff to Exile. But it is still a catch-all. Uh. If you are... Mm. Like my Azorius, so-called, my Brina, I, tend, I run all three because of how the deck tend to generate hate with these two idiots. I need this kind of cards. So... I think the I think the card is also good. Uh. Not much to say. The downside it is three mana, and Mitch say is very uh very true. Being green is a lot better than being white. So my next card, since we're talking about colors, I will choose to talk about a color a card that has no colors. So it's uh my one of my favorite remover of all time. Uh, it costs I believe eleven mana. Yes. Oh no, it only costs ten mana. So my favorite interaction piece is Ulamok the ceaseless hunger. Ten mana. Gideric 10 mana. Eldrazi. When you cast Ulamok the Sister's Hunger, Exile 2 target permanent. 10 10. Indestructible. When he attacks, Exile top 20 of that player's library. Oh. No. So stunks. I mean. <laughs> Just right in your face, basically. I, I really like it. I, I like it because that's how I tend to play. Like, as, as I mentioned, I plan to play Threat more than I play Remover. So, the argument I have is. When I put Ulamok into my deck as a remover slot, it's like, oh, it's a remover. So I still hit my quota of like 8 to 10 remover. Ulamok is a remover. <laughs> Air quotes. I don't really understand why they decided to drop it for one mana. And let's take out two permanents. 
Because he doesn't have Annihilator. Annihilator is more powerful. Wow, you just annihilate his, uh, his deck. That's actually quite... <laughs> that's actually more painful. Because there's 20 potential threats gone. The thing is, right, I, you, if you play both, right, Ulamog, the, the new, the Sister Sangha, is really just a lot more powerful than Infinite Gaia because being able to destroy only one permanent and exiling two is really a world of difference. Like, yeah, I mean, Annihilator is funny and all, but, wow, just two things disappear, fuck, it hurts, man. And then, looking at Ulamog, uh, oh, so problematic. I love the card. Obviously, it's not every deck can play Ulamog. Okay, technically, every deck can play Ulamog. But... Yes, technically, every deck can play. <laughs> but your deck may not be built for it. Honestly, your deck has to be heavy on RAM to play the Ulamog. And to be fair, the card is not cheap also in terms of monetary-wise. But uh, your deck has to be RAM, like RAM-heavy if you want to put the Ulamog in. So, Ulamog in my deck is like when I run Glanch, when I run Karametra, I tend to run Ulamog as a remover. But it is one of my favorite cards. I, I am known as the Eldrazi boy, so I love my Eldrazi's and it's my favorite point of remover. So Mitch, what is your next card? I believe my you have card. this. Yeah. My last card is... Anyone want to guess? Uh, no. It's, it's Chandra Signation. <laughs> was that a guess or was it... I, I don't have to... I, I saw your... I, I... We don't even... Before you share your list, I know one of your answers is going to be Deflecting Sword and the other one is going to be Chandra Signation. Look, I have to see your list to know these two cards. It's, I think <laughs> I'm probably doing my 15 favorite cards, but it, it's just, it's just a good card, okay? <laughs> it's a good card wow, in the deck that I play. That I have red. If I'm playing a red deck, it's probably going to be aggressive. It's probably going to involve a big creature. You know what goes well with big creatures? Chandra Signation. You know what goes well with, in fact, Chandra Signation? Oh, damn. The value play is too strong. Have you been hit by it before? The stupid uh, Zelagos targeting Axon Hydra, Chandra Signation. It was your consistent win con in that deck. You know what's the stupid part about it? I don't have a tutor for Ignition, I don't have a tutor for the Hydra. I mean, if you your creature is a 10-10 and then because it's a 10-10, you draw 10 cards. You kind of don't really need a lot of tutors if you just draw 10 cards. Wow. <laughs> just, just saying. The math hey, you know what? Up. That's fine. <laughs> but it, it still happened with a uh, startling uh, regularity. It's fated what? Fated. You are meant to play the combo. The combo that can only happen in Xenagos. I mean, to be fair, if you want, you can just play... You can play in like any red deck with... You can play red black, you can play red black, then you play hatred, then you make the creature very big also. See? It's a thing. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Fair. <laughs> but yeah, so I just think it's a... Very good card to have, and it doesn't even kill the creature. So yeah, you, your biggest creature stays there. It deals damage to everybody. The fact that it hits face, the fact that it hits face is fucking stupid. <laughs> I hate it because it hits yes, face. I think I think that's the part that where it deals the the balance of fair. Because it hits the face. Exactly. You you like oh I can't hit you because you have a lot of blocker. Am I? I just burn you directly in the face, or then you like, well Ooh. I guess I die now. I mean even if you don't kill the guy you. Probably get rid of his blockers. It doesn't even hit your own face. Hit everyone else's face. Yeah, the card's good. Like, obviously, it's, again, not every deck just plays a Chandra Signature. Your deck has to be able to utilize it very, uh, properly. But it's, in the correct deck, as someone who has been killed by it multiple times, I can assure you it is a very powerful Magic the Gathering card. Trust me on this. 
Try it. If your deck plays big creature, just try it and you'll be fucking amazed how powerful this card is. Actually, you know what? If you're playing red, just play it. <laughs> Even if you utilize uh, just one one creatures, wow. you'll be surprised. Actually, yeah, just even hitting three mana also. Three power three creature also. The card's good, lah. Honestly, the card's good. But obviously, the, the argument people always have, oh, but it needs a creature to be on the battlefield, but... Hey, isn't no. your commander a creature? Have you thought about that? Yeah, just get a bigger creature then. Big brain. Alright, Jordan, what is your last card? Wow, my last card is the card that we've talked about just now. It's called Reality Shift. Woo! I mean, I mean blue, blue Remover, your favourite. See, just for one extra mana from Pongify, you get to exile target creature. Wow, shit, son. The value is real. I mean, to be honest, you they, they get to manifest the top card of their library, uh, so... You realise there can be a, a gift or a curse? What yes. you, can you imagine? The, I'm pretty sure that there is going to be a situation where they fucking... Uh, Sensei. <laughs> then you just reality shift. Then they just surprise Pikachu. All day, you reality shift in response. I put a, I actually put a creature on top of that. It comes into play, I blink it. And it thanks Jonathan. <laughs> the, that's the curse part of it. La. Yeah, can put the, in, but if they cannot blink it, they're still paying full cost for the creature. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And to be fair, it if depends you're on... running an Eldrazi, you lose the cast trigger. Yes, because it's a morph. It actually it's depends on like when you play reality shift as well. So I mean, yeah. like, you're using it to get rid of a creature that is controlling the bot. Say for example, Janif Magistrate on your turn, and he they apparently flip into something really good. Doesn't matter because at the point of time you're doing it on that person's end step or somebody else's end step, and the Janif Magistrate is after your turn, you're probably going to try to win on your turn itself. So the the player flipping a very good creature, it's quite... The chances are quite small. It, at the end of the day, it doesn't mm. really matter. Man. If you just need to get rid of that creature for this one that it will do its job. Yes. Obviously, it's... Again, it's a situation of favourite rather than is the card good. If you're asking me, mm. is it a good re- piece of interaction, I would say it's okay. You have better option in other colours. Yes. But if you're in mono blue, yeah, you you know, you don't have much option. It's, it's great. Or if you're just try, trying to find to minimise uh, mana, the expensive of expenses of the mana cost and you want to you're using interaction mainly just to protect to go off and protect your own combo on your turn it's pretty good you know what Jonathan I am proud of you you didn't put chains of paper I didn't because it was it was too generic and I, I and to be honest I didn't like it uh, yeah I, but still I'm proud of you because you can your chain of paper bounce my dog side no 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 then go into graveyard <laughs> no I, I'm proud of you just for that yeah. You know, I'm surprised that you didn't put Ennos as your interaction. Ennos <laughs> oh. best interaction because you draw all the other interaction in your deck. Wow, big brain. Oh, whoa, whoa, no, no. is the best interaction because you take yourself out of this miserable thing called Magic the Gathering. EDH. Whoa. Whoa, big brain. The brain very big but very little wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> so my last one. I saved my favourite for last. So my favourite piece of interaction. Is it Ink Shield? You know, I want to put Ink Shield. I was just about to say that. I really want to put Ink Shield. It's really one of my favorite magic card. If not because of Sheldon, this this position will have been to Hall Bridger. Oh, yeah. so it's opposition agent, is it? Yes, my favorite piece of interaction is opposition <laughs> agent. <laughs> I, I know someone in this in this uh, podcast doesn't really like it at all. <laughs> Look, okay, 
jokes aside, me trolling position, uh, producer son with opposition agent, I think opposition agent one is very good. I have a lot of fun with opposition agent, like catching hey. someone like, ah, got you, bitch, me fuck too, me you. Too. Me too. It, it's, it's very fun. It really is a fun way to interact. Like, those people with their demonic tutor, vampiric tutor, then they're like fucking cocky. They're like, ah, 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 bitch. Let me see your deck. Oh, someone with a Sakura trap elder. <laughs> like, obviously, there's a lot of memes to be had. Mm. Like, the, meme, the running meme in our playgroup is, if the guy's playing black, he has one, one black mana, fucking respect the opposition agent. Because Dark Rachel into Oppo is a real is a real thing. But yeah, in general, I think it's very good. Especially, uh, tutors is a very, very powerful part of Magic the Gathering. Especially if you're playing against green. Having an opposition agent there, it is, you can interact it because it has flash, but after you interact, it has flash, it's still a stack piece that is on the battlefield. So they actually have to get rid of the opposition agent before they can do anything. In my personal opinion, the two next to opposition agent, the card, I would say, also should be put in your blood deck. It's not interaction. I just want to recommend is Dotty Void Walker. These two cards, very, very powerful. Mm. So They double as, they still have a, Val- they still have value when they're on the battlefield after their ETB as well, after their ETB has resolved. The, the best thing about Dotty Void Walker is that it can also you can also technically say it's uh removal. I mean interactions because if they used an interaction with the Dotty Void Walker on the on the battlefield, the removal is not exiled with the Dotty. So now you can use their removal for yourself. Yeah, so the card's great lah. Like honestly speaking, I think opposition agent is good. Like Really, not always remover, counterspell, and uh, what is it called? But what is the only form of interaction in magic? There is many ways, like what Miss mentioned is Ink Shield. Ink Shield, it is the same as opposition agent in the sense that it's conditional. It doesn't like generally powerful like our anguish and making deflecting sword, but it allows you to interact with the battlefield and you are not just there sitting doing your thumb and like shit. The guy demand tutor, I can't do anything. Kind of situation. So, Isn't there a game that we saw the other day, the one with Charles in it, and then he was just taking over the game because no one had any interaction? Oh, yeah. It's quite often. It really is quite often. Like, you lose, in my opinion, right, losing, a, for, for me at least, I want to lose a game because I was so-called outplayed or they are so-called better than me. Like, oh, they built a better deck, the, the deck is cool and everything. I don't do get outplayed because I don't lose because I, ca- I cannot do anything. Like, because, oh, I don't do anything, ah, then I just lose all. Like, it's, it's, it looks very sin, you know. Like, I, like, that day, I believe because they all never draw the interaction piece, but, wow, nothing, no one can stop Charles because his bot was just that powerful and no one has the interaction. It's just, sometimes, even if you pack interaction, you kind of LL, life be that way if you don't draw it. It feels bad, it feels bad. Yeah, like, honestly, interaction... You know, we make fun of John aside. Is it really will help you to reduce the feels bad moment for yourself? Mm. Like you don't lose to just to one card on the battlefield or just this one card because I cannot interact with it. I lose. It removes that feels bad from you. Like at least I tried. You know, I tried to do it. If he counters it, then life be that way lah. But like I've always mentioned, EDH is a game only in the end of the day one person can have fun. Like yeah, it feels bad for the person that you are interacting with. They, but it also feels bad for you uh, if you don't interact then you just suck it up and lose like that so yeah so if they didn't want to be interacted with why didn't they pack counter interaction exactly why no protection 
you yourself exactly. need to apply. Why is your the fire protection? You don't like ball web, then pack the fire protection. Uh. You can then say, well, I don't have the fire protection. Then you go to the Twitter down below and message, hey, Hanser, I have no the fire protection. Can you sell me one? I'm like, yeah, sure, bro. No problem. See? Wow, so, damn. So go to the Twitter down below and then say, hey, Hanser, I want the fire protection. And I'll go, which one do you want? And I will sell it to you. And then you'll be like, oh, damn. Lucky Hanser sell me this the fire protection. Now I have interaction when people bought white me. I'm like, oh, every time you play, you will think of us. Then you will now spread our word to the people outside and say, hey, you must play interaction and listen to these guys. The Racing Buddies podcast is the best podcast in the world and they should be the biggest thing that happened to Singapore. Because, look, I want to go to the fucking Commander Summit. Okay? In I the future? Play, I want to go to tell Sheldon and like, bro, give me back my fucking fisherman. I want my merfolk. Give him back to me. I want to say no to people willing. Because it's not fair. Wow, damn. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm helping people sculpt their hands. What do you think about that statement, Mitch? I'm helping people sculpt their hands. Someone needs to sculpt the face. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, thank you to li- thank you for listening to us to another week. Uh, that- sorry for the a bit slow of the update. But thank you for everything. Remember, Twitter down below. PMR say, you know what, Pradesan? Hurry the fuck up. New Capella is already so long and the video is still not up yet. What the fuck are you doing? Say that. Send like a lot of people to us and then I'll show it to him. And also like what we said the last episode, we will be having a running series where we talk about cards from the older set. If there's any cards specifically you want us, any specific set you want us to talk about and our opinion on the matter, just send it to us. The first guy who sent it to us, I'm not going to give a damn. It saves me the effort of, you know, brainstorming with Mitch. Can you imagine oh. someone, someone requests uh, that we do a set review of uh, Prophecy. Wow, damn. Then we do, uh, you know, it will save me the problem where me and Mitch had to sit down and then we brainstorm. What about this set? Uh? You think it's good or not? I'll be like, now we call someone, put it, I'm like, hey, the guy wants it. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just try our best. <laughs> and then we get to be lazy. With that said, thank you for listening to us and we will see you guys again next week. Bye. Bye.